The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to, I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, the power of water and water life science. The show is into its 11th year. I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research, Water Life Science. And many years ago, my research team and I, now global, decided that the water education has been sadly overlooked, taking for granted that you understand your health, your issues of, of disease, and what, how to live with the planet. And some people even have looked at it like it might be a little too earthy, <coughs> excuse me, a little too earthy to think about the nature of life, your life, your health. A lot of you don't know this. Way back in time, health food stores were kind of like a little voodoo. Nature paths and alternative herbs were thinking kind of like a a voodoo. Uh, Oh, my gosh. And even the doctors, physicians were thinking, please don't be thinking that you're going to practice your own medicine, your own health like that. You need the assistance and the consulting of your doctor. Have we come a long way? But when I began to study way back in time, which is now over 30 years ago, when I began to do research, what causes these diseases? What causes stress? What causes the earth's nature of life? to live and survive. This is it. I'm many years later and multi-million dollars worth of investment to be where this is at. The world began with a circle of water clear around it called a mist. But it didn't drop any raindrops yet. Just a mist. Living with the solar system and the universal movement of the way it slowly was in rhythm. We'll call it algorithm because it's with the planet and all the other solar systems universally. But one day, everything went just right. The water, the mist, began an evaporation that was different. And I'm going to teach you about evaporation. Is water evaporation, water movement water organism changing, but when it evaporates, it diminishes at that moment the weight at the moment of the droplets of the water and evaporates into what's called atmosphere, water vapor living in the atmosphere. 
water vapor in the atmosphere, as it has been told and educated and research has proven, is what keeps you alive. Because when that rain first started coming down and it pounded for billions of years, the water vapor of the atmosphere has kept that recycling of that evaporation and that movement for that billions of years. Where you're at today is because of that recycling of water vapor of the air and with the atmosphere. When you were in your mother's womb in that pocket of water, nature had a plan. Your organism needs to be developed, each organism, as it begins to develop as a life. It's a living life. And each organism is developed with a percentage of water, each organism, to prepare you to live on this planet Earth. Once it all develops, and that organism from the first moment of that droplet of water of life, and it begins to develop to when you're ready to be born. And when you're born, you enter into that water vapor at that moment that keeps you alive. There are no two eyes alike, fingerprints alike. Everything about you is even so uniquely different than anybody else. You have a little different look even. Your life begins at that moment with evaporation because you no longer have that water around you that you had in your mother's womb. You now are living from life to death. What is the power of water? What was faith way back in time? The faith of all life so far back? Water. All the religions of the world primarily say it's the water. is the most powerful faith there is, is the water. Your body is living to be healthy. You've got to be healthy. So there's five things, as we've learned. And that's why I have this show, and we're all dedicated, and all of the scientists that we've worked with and individuals who are founders of new discoveries in health worldwide. We've been in Holland. We've been in Kenya. We've been all over the world, in Ireland, all over, all over the United States. Everybody knows that this education is vital for you to understand that you need to understand how vital and important water is in your life. And anyone who says it's got to be in an infrastructure below something else, they're wrong. And we will be working on that here soon with our infrastructure here in the United States. We're just kind of letting our new president get into, he's not even been in there for 100 days yet, but it won't be too long that we'll be able to meet with him and show him why the infrastructure of the planet Earth has got to develop skilled new technology in water. I do believe that could be a private enterprise and private technology. The government has, doesn't have to do everything. Private technology in every community is what built your, your economy. So I'm not saying government do this. I'm saying inventors, private enterprise, 
new technology because it is vital. Today we have an exciting guest. I'm really looking forward to this. Nadell Johnson is the founding partner of Johnson & Johnson Law Practice in Beverly Hills. What? And we're going to be discussing something right in tune with what we're all learning about. What is private in a digital world? And are big companies the bullies? We're going to have a lot to learn today because we've been hearing about fake news. We've been hearing about uh, internet bullying. We've been hearing about all that they can do, and they're making tons of money on the internet by bullying people and not telling the truth, and they admit it. It was on 60 Minutes recently. Quite a uh, segment on what people are doing to not tell the truth, and they get paid for that. So we're going to talk to Neville here in a minute, but we'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, launching in China in June and for dry eye. Did you know at the surface of your eye is 99% water? The eye drop, when it touches it, it's very heavy, and it causes a trauma of evaporation of that water. What is vision impairment? Over-evaporation of the water at the surface of the eye. I was asked years ago if I would come up with something, and we did, a supplement of tissue culture-grade water to supplement the surface of the eye with just a mist. And if you're wearing cosmetics, it doesn't run the cosmetics. Even softens crow's feet. But people are using it around the world, and they're finding it's just that excitement of nature to supplement the atmosphere's water vapor for the eyes to be healthier and to be able to uh, solve some of the problems you're having with burning and itching and and that blurring and sitting at a computer, driving that truck, uh, being in sports, that everyday lifestyle of what causes your eyes to be uncomfortable and you have complaints. It's just a mist, and everybody cannot believe how simply easy and how common sense it is. Well, listen to Nature's, our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, and be right back with Nimbel Johnson. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're 
You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Neville, are you with us? I am here. Oh, good. I. This is very timely today. I really appreciate my program producer meeting you and bringing you on. And I'll tell the audience a little bit about you. Navelle Johnson is the founding partner of Johnson & Johnson, LLP. He specializes, you specialize, in media, entertainment, class action, privacy and complex business litigation matters. Uh, you're a graduate of the University of California, Berkeley, where you were uh, been Phi Beta Kappa. You received uh, your law degree from Southwestern School of Law graduating near the top of your class. Some of the significant experiences you've had have been, I was reading them. And um, how long have you been specializing in, uh, let's say, uh, against uh, media, uh, uh, having action against the media, and now I hope you're finding ways to do it digitally where they can't get away with bullying, cyberbullying. <laughs> Oh, my first big case was filed in 1993 when I sued the ABC television network on the show Primetime Live for the use of hidden cameras. And what they Mm -hmm. had done was sent in a fake employee who was wearing what they called a hat cam who secretly recorded all of these people. And then they did a show saying, you know, you really can't trust people who are soothsayers. These were people on a 900 number. And uh, they ruined a number of lives. There was these people who weren't doing anything illegal or wrong. And uh, I established that you cannot break the law to gather the news. You're not the FBI. And mm-hmm. if you're going to go invade somebody's privacy, you better be prepared to suffer the consequences. That was the first time in the history of the United States when more than a dollar was granted in damages for against a news media organization for this kind of investigative journalism. And the first case in the history of the United States where punitive damages were awarded. I then lost mm-hmm. in the Court of Appeal 2-1. to one. The California Supreme Court then took it up and 7 nothing ruled in favor of the plaintiffs and helped establish the contours of privacy in the United States for news gathering. Mm-hmm. Boy, has it changed since then, too, Nobel. Can you believe where it's at today? Well, it's now. We all know it's social media yeah. and, and the legal, legal uh, opportunities for people to be um, harassing and bullying other human beings. Just to, and they're making money at doing it, too. Some of them do it for recreation and excitement to be uh, out there in the world having fun with exciting adventure, but then there's others who are making really good money at it. Privacy is under attack. It's a fundamental right that we Americans have. It's just as important as the First Amendment and freedom of speech. I think we've become inured to uh, loss of privacy by virtue of these many shows, starting with Survivor and all the rest, Big Brother and even The Bachelor, things like that. Uh, And then 
Facebook comes into play where everybody just tells you when they're going to the grocery store or who they're going with, etc. Okay, so if you want to voluntarily give up your privacy, fine. In terms of people involuntarily giving it up, yeah, it is a huge, immense problem. And it's not just in the media. It's the gathering of all of your data by corporations you've never heard of that are are behemoths that are going to, you know, market to you and who knows everywhere you, where you've been on the Internet. Now, that was the government allowing, um, too, the data collection, and people had the right to make money at you, your, without your permission, of written permission, to go out and sell your information. Right. Um, well, social media was doing it, and now other companies are doing it, just those engaged in commerce, and they're going to sell right. you sell your info. So right. I don't know what the solution is. It's, uh, it's, but I'm just saying it, it is uh, an immense issue facing all of us today. And then what we, I think the biggest, the biggest problem with social media is section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which provides immunity to internet service providers such as Google and Facebook and Yelp from ever being sued when somebody puts up a defamatory statement or invades privacy. And, you know, uh, somebody can call you a a rapist or a child molester or a criminal or a bank robber, and you can't go after uh, these sites. And I don't think that that makes sense. They'll ask me. (laughs) I had years ago, uh, I've been very fortunate with the news media through the years, but years ago, when we launched Nature Cures IMC, we had an optometrist group produce, at the expense of an ad group in New York, taking the mist rather than putting, like, the seriousness of what it is for the eyes, and I'll explain now what's, how serious it is, and they went down hallways in their offices and spraying their feet and their, uh, each other and making fun. And they put that on the internet. And we, we tried to get them to take it off to be, you know, I tried. Then finally I thought, well, there's got to be something. So it was on for about two years. And finally we found out through Google that our copyright, because we copyright everything I touch, mm-hmm. and we have no end of registered trademarks and what we do. So finally they had to take it off because of copyrights. Now, would you explain to the audience, now, this was slander because the product was put onto the market with, with support of scientists, physicians, people throughout the whole United States that wanted me to have a supplement for dry eye that causes eventual blindness. It's like your toothbrush seems so simple. The supplement to your eyes seems so simple. It's not simple. The eye's evaporation causes blindness. Blindness is out of control. Vision compairment. But these people were making fun, and we found, too, that they were using an algorithm of trying to the fact that I had a decent one, even better right now. But we finally got them off because of copyrights. Now, are you? What do you think about copyrights? Well, copyright is something that uh, can get can be used, uh, and that is uh, one way around this uh, this uh, statute 
that is otherwise prohibitive if you own the copyright. But I had a matter not too long ago where somebody said, take it down. Uh, so we own the copyright, and the person who put it up is a real unpleasant person, uh, said, oh, no, it's exempt under fair use, under the, which is a, under the Copyright Act, which says, well, if it has legitimate public interest, mm-hmm. et cetera, and a news gathering in a news context, it can be utilized. And so I yeah, told my clients, you want to file educated. a lawsuit? Look, you want to give me tens of thousands of dollars? I'm happy to go after this yeah. guy. But most yeah. people don't have that kind of money. Now, I mean, what you can us. do when somebody puts up a defamatory statement is you can sue them. But half the time they live in another place and you can't collect. And they're, right. you know, just trolls. Well, in fact, uh, but real quickly, tell us, why is it the news? If you're a member of the news, do you have to be a licensed member? Are you, what's, what qualifies you to say that you're a member of the news media? And anybody, have, anybody in the more recent example of this was uh, the individual who had, I believe, taken some pictures, uh, I think of a demonstration uh, up in the Bay Area, and uh, they, they, they tried to subpoena it, and he, tried to cl- he claimed, I'm a journalist, and I'm a, uh, you have to follow the rules relating to, uh, journalists have a certain degree of, immu- not immunity, but to get their notes and things like that, you have to show a tremendous uh, import for fairness in a in a proceeding, and particularly in a criminal proceeding. And this fellow said, uh, that, uh, "I'm a news person," and they and they said, "You're a blogger. <laughs> you just yeah. that's all you are. You're a blogger." And he yeah. won. He was determined oh, he to be a member of the news media. Oh my gosh! I had no idea. So if you say you're a blogger, that you can, you have it's fair game. Arguably, you remember the media, and you get certain certain protections that come with the media overall. For example, if you want to sue somebody for defamation, well, let's say it was just the guy next door who said something horrid. Okay, the only thing I have to show is that basically a standard of negligence. You were wrong. That's not true. If I go against the news media, I have to show that uh, it's called constitutional malice that you fell below the standard of care for a journalist. Either you knew that what you were printing was wrong or you were so far below what any ordinarily, ordinary journalist would uh, print or say that, uh, you, that then you're liable. And that's a pretty tough standard. Because that means you can print something wrong. Saying, well, you know, I did my best. So you know, something that goes through my mind, Neville, too, and you can explain that to the audience. People forget, don't know this. How does a, a, a cub reporter earn their way to the top to get noticed? How do they earn that medal? By doing good work overall and having good mentors and good editors. You know, the news media is also under... But now, wait a minute. I'm going to back you up a minute. Attention. Attention to what they write. Of course. Good or bad. How much attention did they get? How many people do you know that did a rotten deal to get attention? Took a couple of years, laid back a little bit, and all of a sudden, because people knew them, they were able to be famous. 
because they got attention. Well, look, I think most journalists are pretty good, but there are... There's the recent uh, case involving, uh, you know, Hulk Hogan, where they invaded his privacy and the jury slammed him. And the same thing happened with Rolling Stone when that bad article was written about uh, alleged sexual misconduct on the East Coast. And uh, there are journalists who, there's a, several journalists who are known for having fake many, many stories, come up with false quotes and false sources, well, didn't et cetera. Well, Melania Trump recently win a case? Yeah, she settled for 2.8. Right. Uh, And she took it. I'm so proud that she didn't say, well, my husband's president now. I can't do that. She went ahead and filed her lawsuit. And you can correct me. I think they settled it. I don't think they went all the way to it. Yeah. Well, we've done a lot of libel lawsuits over the years, and we have a really big one coming out in the next few weeks. I can't talk about it now, but <laughs> believe me, there are, there are a lot of journalists and publications and, and social media doing literally horrible things all day, well, every are. day. And here's the problem well, at, now. Go ahead. In the old days, somebody said something bad, it went into the stacks at the library, and it would be hard as hell to find it. Now with the Internet, anything that ever happened over the last 40 years is, is public, and, it, and if it's not true, it can be ruinous to people. Well, they're finding during our last election more so. We all kind of knew, uh, even people down in the trenches of life, kind of knew that you should not believe everything you hear. But because of behavior of algorithm and the social media, internet, new lifestyle, as said, people get a kick out of believing it because it adds an excitement to their personal outlook on what they like for themselves. And do you, do you find with your practice that people want... If, if they believe something, it's because they wanted to believe it. That's what they wanted to believe. They don't go out well, and evaluate or, or study it. It's something they wanted to believe. Have you found that out? Well, I don't know. You may be right, but I mean, uh, uh, look, <laughs> you, I won't name names, but there's a particular individual now who is putting stuff out that is clearly not accurate, and uh, yeah, people do, I think, want to believe it. Uh, I suppose it depends where you are on the political or other perspective overall. I mean, we have. I don't want to get uh, into the politics. Can, can, I'll take my why. Well, I'm talking about. So far uh, there's, back, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a huge problem now of people literally putting out fake stories on there we go. Not, not just politics on a variety of areas. Right. And and what are we going to do about that, you know? Uh, nothing, I don't think. There's very little unless it, if it's truly defamatory or whatever and the people have the mo- money and time. I, but I think this show could impress on anybody out there. I wouldn't care who you are. Somebody who's listening, who's not in the limelight or people who are very busy and get a lot of attention, and want the attention for what they need to pursue for success. You have to. But you have to realize that you have to study what you hear. You have to study what you read. Uh, If you don't, you're going to become a person who's manipulated. And there's a book out there, and I want to hear, have you ever read or heard of the book called The Wave? No. Okay, look that up. My granddaughter, 
you know, in her class at school, they had suggested to the kids to, to read The Way. So I ordered it for her, and, and it was very thin, and I could skim read. I skim read it, and there was a novella was this. At one time, this teacher was teaching a class, and they wanted to see how the kids believed everything he was teaching about that particular, what was happening. And the kids got so excited the way he approached it, they started forming these large groups of them to join in and have a, like a wave of people who really be- they believed in what, it, what he was doing and, and, and got behind it. At the end of the book, Nivelle, he said, well, here are all these large groups of kids in front of him like an, a large audience of kids. He said, I need to tell you, it wasn't the truth. And they all go, what? No, but you decided you wanted to believe it because it got you all in a large group. It got the excitement. But I need to tell you, you should not have believed it. That's a lesson for you to learn. Well, that's a all little disturbing <laughs> to hear. But uh, sure, we... No, no, stop and think about World War II, of what people were believing. Why did those people all believe that person in Germany? And then everybody started, it's kind of like a, 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 a domino of people being complacent or joining in on what makes them a popular person among their people and so with social media listen do you want to talk about the problems in journalism today's new york times has a story about a journalist jim rottenberg of the new york times who went to russia saying uh it is so bad here it is so one-sided uh what is coming out you want to talk about how bad it is 17 journalists were killed like in the last month or so in mexico uh, and papers are shutting down because they're so fearful. And then you've got uh, uh, North Korea, where there's it's, it's ridiculous, and you know. So we're lucky to have the uh, free press that we have overall. Exactly. But you point, and in terms of propaganda, yeah, I mean, I think it's going on all the time. Uh, you know, I went to Rwanda, and, and and oh my God, what a sad story to learn about how the propaganda, which was uh, perpetrated that caused the uh, genocide 25 years ago, etc., caused the people to act in this horrific manner overall. And uh, we have to be watchful and mindful of it at all times. But all we can do is the best for our country. We don't you know, control other nations. I mean, I'll tell you another problem where it's happening right now is Turkey, where they are shutting down uh, newspapers that are opposed to the uh, president who just took over more power today. So it's it's a big problem, fairness and, and journalism overall. We're going to take a break only at one moment. We only, only do it once, and then we're going to come back. And I would like to have an education for our audience most of my audience are very scientific, professional people, but these are kind of like reminders of when, you, when we're in our everyday life, and what juggles even you, Nivelle, is to be reminded of something you didn't eat right that day, or maybe you didn't get enough sleep, or maybe there's a subject or a topic out there that you hadn't really thought much about. You know, people every day 
are, are very confused about global warming or is it climate change? Is it this way? The topic the other way. People need to take some time and study and get both sides so they can have what's called an evaluation like scientists. I can't come up with any scientific breakthroughs. If I go out and grab what I'm after, I have to study and see what comes to me and what I can evaluate and study as in, uh, to make sure that what I'm learning is taking me forward into a better place. But we're going to listen to you because you're the pro. And uh, we're going to take a moment with our sponsor, and we'll be right back, Nabelle. This is a good show. Right. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist to supplement the surface of the eye. Vision impairment, healthy vision, is that tear film at the surface of the eye is 99% water. Did you know it has an evaporation? That was what causes you to have complaints with your vision all the way to blindness. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Navelle Johnson. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Before our break, we were talking about all this going on around the world that we all have to just be taking notice and we're reading about it. How much can we believe? and what's available to us to go study. But there is something here that became very concerning to me way back, is cyberbullying on the Internet to schools. Do you get very much, very many people coming to you for help with that in the schools? You know, I haven't done a case yet, but I'm involved with... uh... Uh, an organization called Public Justice, which is a national organization of attorneys based in Oakland, California, and Washington, D.C., that has a uh, 12 or so lawyers that handle issues of uh, significant public uh, matters, and one of them is is bullying overall. Um, and it's a huge, this is, again is a huge problem where 
you cannot hold the Internet service provider liable because they're immune under federal law. You can hold the kid or the parents possibly uh, for not supervising the child uh, adequately uh, overall. But, uh, you know, you, every, it seems like every, every, with regularity we're reading about some poor child who was bullied and then commits suicide overall. Yes. And uh, I'm not sure what the answer is. We need to have a robust public debate about it and what we want to do about it. I will give you one example, though, of a kid who was cyberbullied in Beverly Hills, California, that I'm aware of. And uh, uh, the principal of the of the school uh, chastised, uh, did discipline this uh, kid who had put up the nasty stuff. And his father, who was a lawyer, or her father, who was a lawyer, uh, went and sued and and won, saying, "You cannot discipline my child for saying nasty things." Overall, wow. uh, so there's your there's your First Amendment at play. Right. Do you remember in school ever being bullied? Of course. Yeah. Uh, how did we handle it? Not particularly well. I don't know. You try and get out of it in, a, in as good a way as, as possible. But, you know, and bullying is, an, is, is, yeah, it's commonplace in our society. We've got to stop it and mitigate it and, and, uh, and deal with it as best we can. I mean, I still regret that I didn't come to the aid of a kid who was bullied back in the second or third grade, you know? Mm-hmm. I still think about well, I, you know, I think, too, don't you think, you know, I'm a believer. I'm one of these, I'm 75 years old. I'm going to live to be 180. But anyway, when I look back, when I was being bullied by good girls and, and all, I just had all the confidence to when I'd had enough, I could walk up and say, I don't know who you think I am, but fortunately, I have nothing in common with you. And I'd leave it at that. And that always startled them that I could confront them with their bad manners. And they'll, and they'll think about it. These people have the worst manners, no courtesy, no respect, even in themselves. Well, it takes a while to learn that... Uh but respect is what everybody deserves at all times. And the thing that goes along with that, and probably I think it's the most important quality of a human being, is to be a kind person overall. And or be respectful. Be polite. Do you remember way back when in, in the home, it's so important to be polite. And, and way back, and if you went to somebody's house, you changed your outfit, and you wanted to go to show respect. Uh, you, you know, I often laughed about the respect of the sidewalk, walking up to the door. Walk on the sidewalk. Just little things. Don't go call somebody at dinner. All these things that we were taught to be respectful. And when I look at our country, how how concerned they are of everybody out there on the planet. We have fought wars to help people's respect at the lives of our troops, whether it be draft or volunteer, to help other people live with dignity, respect, integrity, and peace and freedom of choice. What is the good manners? 
what is happening here is, and I had said this years ago, they need to have in the schools a course on what manners are all about. And then they maybe would be more considerate of why they would want to hurt another human being to do something malicious to hurt them. Couldn't um, agree with, I couldn't agree with you more. We need a little more love and respect every day, and we need to be mindful. You know, I, I, we're going into China with our company, and I just fell in love with China. And people say, how could you... You know, China is such a huge company, country, and all, you know, it's still communistic. But they're hugging. They care. They really do. And their their brilliance in technology is so far back. But their concern uh, is a hug and a care. And that old world of the holistic side of Confucius of, of, of what, can, what can we learn about how you're thinking? Uh, where are you coming from? And the, the idea that we all have a place and we all have a concern about each other. And here in the United States, which is the world knows, like I said earlier, go to help others. We're known for it. And then out of here we have now this malicious, you cannot, you know, every time you hear something, you have to go study it to make sure that is really what it was, the story. Okay. But I have this gut, I've said it for years, uh, when an anchor wants to become well-known and get more money and get to be the editor and whatever, they, keep, they need attention. They, they have to get attention. And I believe what's happening out there with our media is to get attention. They're going out of their way to get attention to the subject they really believe in rather than reporting it both sides. There should be two uh, sides. I'm sure that's everything. true to some, de- some degree. Uh, traditional media is facing an incredible crisis right now. Every newspaper is shrinking down in size. and right. uh, Because the social media and the Internet has taken over all, completely. I mean, that's just change is inevitable in our society. You think that's why they're panicking, some of them? Because <laughs> they're going to be obsolete. I think it's a very tough time to go into journalism right now and make a career of it. Uh, that's what I'm hearing and seeing. Uh, but that doesn't mean that journalism is going to die in any way, shape, or form. It's just going to change like everything else overall. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now, and, you and, have on here also, are the big companies bullying? What do you think about what are the big companies doing to whom? to be the bullies. Well, there's t- the biggest problem in the United States for consumers and employees is arbitration. And the, uh, the, the big companies all have in their contracts, banks, credit card companies, uh, rental cars, uh, airlines, uh, that when you uh, sign, a, uh, sign up with them, they say you can only sue us in arbitration and you cannot bring a class action in arbitration either, and the Supreme Court of the United States has upheld that, and that has wiped out uh, many, many, many 
legitimate class actions that would otherwise be brought because who's going to sue for $17, as Justice Breyer said in his dissent in this case. Um, so that's a big, big, big problem. And 80% of the time when you go and sign uh, an employment agreement with a, with a company, it's going to say you have to go to arbitration if you want to dispute. Well, the the problem with that is that there's a feeling that arbitrators are biased towards the big companies because of what's called the repeat player problem. In other words, that arbitrator won't get hired again if he or she kicks the uh, business hard uh, overall. So, uh, And everything's in confidence and in private, so there's no precedential effect. We don't know what's going on overall. This may be happening to other people. So it's a big, big, big problem. Uh, there's been an attempt to pass a law in Congress uh, to eliminate this for employers uh, overall, but it hasn't succeeded. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, uh, so I'm going to follow you here for a minute. So the, this is for human resource situations where the, the employees or executives of the company um, have better protection if they decide they want to go to the company and have a complaint. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that oh, it, it, this applies to basically executives as well as the common worker at the company. Companies perceived, at least, to have the upper hand because the company uh, is is, is going to go through an arbitration overall. Yeah, and the company and can it, well afford it. Okay. it can, and it's not going to be public. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. what companies hate is that when when it when their their malfeasance becomes becomes public overall. Mm-hmm. And really, this mm-hmm. issue of, uh, you know, not just in the employee situation, but in the consumer situation, you know, the telephone companies, for example, just horrible things are happening where tens of millions of dollars are being ripped off for the public. And we've got to stop this so that we can have a, a jury we want juries, a jury of our peers. This is a, such a fundamental right in our country to have a, the people themselves say, well, I'm going up or down on it. And, you know, we're like the only country in the world that has jury trials for civil disputes overall. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you something there. On the, oh, this might not be fair, so I, oh, we don't have to go there. But what do you think is happening with our juries today? Because a lot of times some of those... Um, uh, they decided. Uh, the jury decided was just startling. Look, uh, the, the counterbalance. The, <laughs> the counterbalance right. to a judge who is off center right. is right. the jury, and that's why we always want to have the option. Right. We may go with a ju- judge later on, but if I got a judge who's going the wrong way, in my opinion, I want the people to speak out overall. And, uh, yeah, you know, I need to share with you, I was gonna, when I was a young girl, and all those national tests we used to give, if you won't believe it, either journalism or law. So they started pushing me toward that. So I went to study uh, in high school with a big newspaper. They asked me to. I thought, oh, my gosh, I can't do this. And this was a long time ago. I can't do this. 
they don't give both sides of the story. They're too opinionated. So that wouldn't fit into that. <laughs> so then we went over to law. <laughs> and after a long time of studying and deciding how I'm going to do this when I got out and, and all, I thought, you know, you're going to laugh. I thought, I can't do this. I might pour a glass of, of ice over the top of the judge. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, that was my choice. I, I would have been a journalist if I hadn't been a, an attorney. And uh, I think that one of the reasons I like being an attorney is that if I'm right, I can really effectuate good change and really right. make things better That's for true. one individual or maybe perhaps many more. So That's I do right. a lot of work in the entertainment business, and I've helped thousands and thousands of entertainers by bringing class actions against their union, for example, saying, okay. You're, you should have been paying them more money. I got over $200 million paid out. And likewise, I've been yeah. suing all the movie studios for directors and actors and writers because they were not getting properly compensated on home video royalties. And that's been, oh, good you know, for you. I good can look back you, and say, you know, I did something good. That's right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Instead, I ended up getting and becoming going into research and getting into technology in a different direction. But back to uh, well, hey, I wrote stuff. a book too. I wrote the authorized biography of John Wooden, the greatest coach in the history of athletics, who's also oh, I'm a glad philosopher. Oh, you that up because I didn't see anything in here about your book. What's your book called? Well, uh, the, my newest book is called Woodenisms, which are his sayings, the wisdom and sayings of Coach John Wooden of UCLA. Uh, that's one book I wrote, and the more, and I also wrote uh, the John Wooden Pyramid of Success, uh, which is the story of his life and his philosophy, the ultimate guide to life, leadership, friendship, and love of the greatest coach in, the, in history. <laughs> that's the subtitle. Wow. Good yeah. book. I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then you moved your way into seeing, and people were pursuing you into probably this new digital and um, bullies and the problems that they needed uh, attorneys that were specializing because this is this is going to be. Uh, I've even had to call personally the FBI and ask them some questions a couple of times on what happened to me because. You find it with my company, and I have it covered by the press, and what I've done to do the period of years, people find it fun. But there's not a thing they said I can do yet. And we're hoping that you in law practice are able well, to let, start let me making... Get, let me tell you what I tell people. I've written some articles about it, people who have been uh, slammed on, say, Yelp overall or on social media, is the first thing you want to do is try and get the person to tell it take it down. Always act in a diplomatic fashion or manner. Let's say you own a business, a restaurant, and they have slammed you unfairly. Then you, what you want to do is say, hey, come on, I'm sorry. Can I accommodate you in some way? I uh, if, they won't do, if they won't do that, then you want to have a right post. You want to reply and say, you know what? You're wrong, and here's what happened, and we did our best, and if there was a mistake, we're sorry, it won't happen again, but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, otherwise, uh, you were uh, you were very unpleasant and demanding, and we're trying to get a free meal, or whatever it may have been. Mm -hmm. The third thing mm -hmm. you can do, and that's when you're really upping it, is say, well, sue you. And I've had cases where, for example, a plastic surgeon sued my client who had put up a bad review on a rhinoplasty, a nose job, and uh, that was his technique of trying to get it 
taken down. Well, it turned out that the client had shaded the truth a little bit more than perhaps she should have, although mm-hmm. the, the fundamental of, of it was accurate. And so that's what that person did. And, it's, and he's not the only one, this physician who did it. This is a fa- fairly common place well, across America. The one thing they told me is beware that there's some of the behavior patterns that are not healthy. And they, they really want you to do that. They want you to come after them on the Internet because the, their algorithm will begin to develop. With well, that's right. That's controversy. I mean, there's some bad sites out there that, uh, that trade in gore and things like that, and I've sued them. Or I've sued mm-hmm. the people who put up the stuff. I haven't been able. I can't sue the site. I'm not even going to say who it is because I don't want to give it any publicity. But well, I mean, it is all about gore. That. How do you like that? Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. You know, uh, the uh, there is one out there where they get this guy gets paid. He's made. He, he, it's open to the world to know forty five million dollars. If you could pay him ten cents to a thousand dollars a year, and he'll keep up that that story, whatever it is. He doesn't care. And on 60 Minutes, did you see that 60 Minutes segment not too long ago where they interviewed these people who did that? Yeah. And their, their conscience is clear? Yeah, I and know. The country of India took this one to court on a list I'm on. And, uh, because they go after people with algorithm. If you have a good algorithm, mine isn't the, uh, mine will never be perfect for me. I want it to be much better forever. But We're we, very, we, very, very protective of the First Amendment in this country, and we should be. That doesn't mean you get to say whatever you want, whenever you right. want. And I say, I just gave a talk on defamation the other day with two top panelists who were big-time journalism professors, and I said, you know, there's no First Amendment interest in protecting defamations at all. Mm-hmm. We don't okay. want them. Everybody has a right to a good reputation. Right. Well, I want to thank you for coming on today. I enjoyed it. I hope you did. And, I really uh, enjoyed it. Thank about you. Books. And yeah. um, I know Beverly Hills. I did you ever meet the Anderson family who did the, built the Beverly Hills Hotel? The wow. Jack Anderson was a very close friend of Bill's and mine. Um, long, now passed away. He and Duke Wayne were very best friends. So your city is a very exciting, famous, historical city. Okay, well, thank you. It was good, good talking to you. It was nice to talk to you. You have a nice day, and you be well. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Well, you know, you need to embrace our lives every single moment because we know that life is just a miracle. But we have to learn, like I say at the end of every show, embrace somebody else's life, too. Remember, that's a miracle to them, and they're a miracle is their miracle. And when you're seeing somebody, I don't care who it is, somebody on the street holding a can, trying to get a quarter, or you go to your store, you go to your post, live your life, and you see somebody that doesn't have an outfit on that you like, or drives a car that you like, or likes the movie you like. You know, one time audience, when I was in Paris and I was in uh, saw the uh, Mona Lisa for the first time, the, the original. I thought, oh my gosh, how could anybody make that so famous? It became so famous. It's the Mona Lisa. But 
there were different people who liked it, and it became famous. So remember to be fair. I say this all the time to everybody. You can have your opinion. You can have your choices. But always be fair and embrace somebody else's life. But Earth whispers to you, don't take everything with you. And the power of water is life on Earth with the will, I believe, with God. I want to thank you for listening, and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. 